0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Right now we're going to talk to the Hall of Famer. It's Hall of Fame weekend for the racing community here at Oaklawn, And we are joined by the, I guess it's fair to call him incomparable,
1: Pat Day. Should we say that? Is that okay? Are you comfortable with that? Wait a minute. Let me look that word up and Yeah, see what that means. Well, it means nobody measures up to you, my man. How are you? Uh, I w- I'm doing great, thank you. Uh, blessed and uh, very privileged and, and honored to be here and be a part of the weekend.
0: Um, so i got to ask, what does your trophy room look like, Pat, and where do you keep all your stuff?
1: Well, my wife, bless her heart, she fixed up some uh, had them, some built-in trophy cabinets uh, in the basement of our house in, in Louisville, and she's got them all very nicely displayed. She's done an excellent job.
0: It's going to be an exciting weekend here. I think there are 19 maybe Hall of Famers that are going to be part of this. Yeah, that's
1: that's what I heard. I haven't seen the whole list of individuals that will be here, but it will certainly be nice to renew some old acquaintances and uh, and make some new ones through the course of the weekend and spend some time here.
0: Eclipse Awards, Triple Crown Races, you've got all the you know great memories from over the years. What are your best memories from
1: Oakland? Oh, goodness. Well, you know, we rode here for 14 years. Uh, had tremendous success right off the bat. Right off the bat, we were second leading rider to Larry Snyder, who had been the perennial king and, and a dear, dear friend of mine. And and uh, and then for the next 12 years, we we were the leading rider here. Uh, and then the last year we rode here, we we left early to go to to Keeneland for the spring meet there. And Kevin Burrell beat me. And then after that, we started going to Florida for the winter. And shortly after that, the racing had a resurgence here in Arkansas. And we kind of wished that we'd been back here, but. Uh, oh, we, we won the Arkansas Derby on Rampage uh, in 86, and, and uh, that, that might have been the highlight. That might have been the highlight. But we had some wonderful times and great memories here. When you Hall of Famers get together, what do y'all talk about? It are you talking about races and rubbing <laughs> up? What do you What do you talk well, about? Well, we we uh, initially we kind of catch up on where we're at and what we're doing and what's you know what's going on with uh, with our lives and and so forth and and of course we'll interject a little story here and there. You know, will you remember this or remember when I rode that horse for you or remember when this happened and you know we kind of take a little walk down memory lane and it's it's a great time.
0: This is a hard question to answer, but give me a couple. I'll give you a, I'll give you a little bit of an out. Give me a couple of horses that you will. If you were in a race today and, and everything was on the line, what are a couple horses you would seek out in a, in a big race? You mean in the history of racing? of you, That you've ridden oh. over, over your career.
1: Well, the best horse I ever rode was a horse called Easy Goer. Uh, we had a great rivalry with Sunday Silence in the Triple Crown Run. He beat me in the Derby. We caught a, a racetrack that was not to Easy Goer's likings. And then I got him beat in a break. Just got beat ahead, Bob, and I'll take full credit for that loss. It wasn't the best race of my career. And then we, we really handed it to him in the Belmont, second fastest time only to Secretariat. Uh, I think he was, uh, you know, he wasn't head and shoulders over some of the other really nice horses that I rode, but but uh, I, I believe that he was the best. Did you have a riding rival through your career? Did I have a riding rivalry? Yeah, anybody who was in front of me at the wire.
0: <laughs> but it didn't happen very often, <laughs> luckily for you, so that's good. It's, it is, it is I think, people who don't follow the sport closely, it's an interesting community. And, I mean, again, you guys are out there competing tooth and nail guys and gals now more more commonly um but you know when you get done i mean everybody's out there and, and there's a great deal of respect because obviously nobody knows better about what you go through than your fellow riders.
1: absolutely you know it's a it's a very unique situation you know i, I couldn't imagine uh, now we got the march madness going on and basketball teams are fighting for the trophy right could you imagine if they made two of the rib- rivalry basketball teams suit up together in the same locker room
0: that would be odd, you
1: know yeah and and that's kind of us you know we have a small environment locker room environment where we get dressed right next to each other and then go out and compete for hundreds of thousands millions of dollars on the line and then come right back and shake hands and do it again and uh you know i have got the utmost respect for the writing colony and the way they conduct themselves i mean we're fierce competitors uh, we everybody wants to win and as you can imagine out there you know it Gets a little tight, gets some bumping, and, and uh, tempers flare on occasion. But by and large, uh, it just, uh, it's an all-star group. Talking to
0: Pat Dave for just in, in the Hall of Famer here at Oklahoma We're in the Mainline Sports Bar, and uh, Pat will be one of the very popular Hall of Famers who are going to be here through the weekend. Um, you look good. You look like you're in great shape still. What did you do to keep up with yourself? And when you were a rider, I mean, again, I don't think people think all the time about what great athletes jockeys are and how you have to keep your body in a you know, in shape, and, and it's a it's a rigorous thing that you all go through. What did you do during your riding career to
1: kind of keep yourself fit? Uh, early on, uh, I didn't do anything specific. <clears throat> you know, I was working a lot of horses in the morning and riding a lot of races in the afternoon, and just all of that activity kept me kept me pretty well fit. When I turned forty, I noticed that that uh, my morning activities were becoming less necessary. To, you know, the, the 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 reason why you work horses in the morning one to get a feel for the horse and, two, to, to acquire business. Uh, you know, I would work your horse for you this morning, hoping that you would let me ride him in the afternoon. Well, that became not necessary. And so we discontinued most of our morning activities, and I, I had to implement a, a workout routine that, that I had to adhere to pretty strongly, and I had to bump that up every year, it seemed like, in order to continue to do what I'd done in the afternoon and do it what I felt was to the best of my ability. You mentioned Louisville, and obviously Lexington's in the same boat. It is very much horse country, and bourbon country
0: too. But also and,
1: and basketball country. <laughs> and that's what I was going to get to. So I was going to ask:
0: Are you are you a big basketball
1: fan as well? You know, I uh, when the Lakers wouldn't sign me, I, I kind of lost my luster for the game of basketball. No, no, I, I I've never been a real avid fan of basketball. Obviously, you know, when it gets to this time of the year, you kind of start watching. But yeah. I've never followed it closely throughout the throughout the season to see who's doing what and where they're at. So what are you up to these days? About four foot eleven, trying to reach five feet. Welcome to my world. I'm, I can relate to that, except
0: I don't have the Hall of Fame career to go with it. What's uh? But what do you what do you do? Do you do, you do a lot of appearances? I mean, obviously you're still in high demand. I'm sure. Well,
1: not uh, yes and no. Um, you know we we. Uh I came to Christ in January of 1984, became a born-again Christian, and had a burn, have a burning desire ever since then just to, to tell people about the awesome love of God that's available only through the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. And from '84 until I retired, uh, I spent a good bit of my time doing that. And today, I tell people I'm doing what I'd done then, only without the added distraction of a full-time career. So uh, I'm, I, you know, I I do have some speaking engagements and, and opportunities, and I'm very involved with the ministry that we have at the racetrack called the racetrack chaplaincy as a matter of fact we had a, bun, a fundraiser dinner uh, last night for the ministry here at oakland yeah. they're doing great work and uh, which was a great time Saw a lot of people we hadn't seen in a while but uh in addition to that i'm i'm uh, just looking after things at home i like taking, that taking care of my wife and and uh, she had uh, had the misfortune of having a stroke uh, a couple of years ago and november of 21 uh, and uh so we're we're dealing with uh, with the effect of that and uh and working through it she's getting better she's a she's a she's a strong woman yeah and uh so she keeps working hard and pressing forward and uh we're, we're praying for a, a complete healing praying and believing for a complete healing from the top of her head to the soles of her feet working hard towards that goal and and uh, we're going to keep trying until either we the lord calls us home or we get the healing i love it well i'm sorry to hear about that but uh i appreciate your faith it's Inspiring for those who you know you couldn't
0: see him, but Pat rolled up here in a John 3:16 hat. So you're, you're you're wearing it and preaching it. I like that. I love and
1: the, trying to live it. Trying to live it by the grace of God. I love the different styles
0: of horses. Just watching them run. Some love to take the lead and try to maintain that lead. Right. Others like to run right off the lead and come around the corner and pass. Others come from way back. As a jockey, I know you did whatever the horse liked to do. But did you have a favorite way of, of riding a, a horse? Did you get more excited going? I, I like this.
1: Uh, you know what? I, I I didn't really have a favorite uh, style of, of running. Uh, you know the I was a good passenger. I got along well with horses, and and I discovered early on that part of the God given talent that the Lord had blessed me with was an ability to communicate with the horses. And in addition to that, an intuitiveness of knowing how much I had how responsive they were, and when to pull the trigger, so to speak, to, to be in front of the wire, and uh, however they were running. However, you know, I, I tried to get along with them. I did get along with them. Uh, they wanted to do what I wanted them to do, and so, you know, we, we would float through the body of the race, and, when I felt the time was right, I'd I'd pull the trigger, and lo and behold, a lot of times it was successful.
0: Can you describe the feeling of being on a horse that has another gear, and when he hits that gear or she hits that oh, gear? Oh,
1: it's 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 a thrill. We were, as a matter of fact, that was part of part of the conversation last night. Was, uh, you know, I, horses responded for me, so I could I could be on the lead and, and cruising uh, with the long hold, and and uh, I could let a horse or two pass me uh, in the stretch. I knew what I had. I had confidence in the horse, and, you know, and then when we got close to the wire, because they only pay off at the wire. And, you know, it doesn't matter if you're in front before or after. If you're not in front of the wire, it doesn't pay off. But I would be able to gauge that. Uh, and, again, it was just part and parcel of the God-given talent. But then when we got within uh, where, where I thought was right in time, and I'd do that, boop, I'd get back up there at the wire. You that did was, that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that little chirping. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And that was a good key for them. I mean, when i go, they would. We call it kissing. I uh-huh. would kiss to them a little bit, change my hold a little bit, and they would accelerate for me. It's amazing.
0: Um, can you, you know, we talk to the coaches a lot about this. Can you watch a game just as a fan? Can you watch a horse race without thinking analytically about strategy and what's happening with the uh, race? Oh,
1: I, I I, try not to be critical of my fellow riders, you know, I, in uh, the way the race is unfolding, what's going on. Uh, I just try to watch it for the joy of watching and pull for them and pray for a safe trip. There you go. I like that. Well, it's great meeting you. I appreciate you coming over and saying hello to us,
0: and I'm uh, sure a lot of folks will be tugging on your shirt trying to get an autograph or a photo this weekend. Well,
1: we're, we're happy to be here and uh, look forward to meeting and greeting the fans, and thank you very much uh, for having me on your show this morning. Oh, Pat's awesome. Appreciate you. It's been all right. a thrill. God bless you all. Hey, and God bless you. all the listeners. All right, that is uh,
0: the Hall of Famer, Pat Day, Hall of Fame guest. Nice. And Hall of Fame writer.